We had to let the top dog vibe for a second to lead us into hour two of RSVP with Joe Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, appropriate because we're going to be talking about Swoop this hour and some things he and a few others have going on. You know, is Snoop the best pitch man of the 21st century? Between him and Shaq. I mean, <laughs> literally, they sell anything. They sell Icy water hot. to a whale. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq owns, like, through authentic brands, a lot of the brands and things, or he has, you know, involvement in a lot of the things he advertises. Snoop is like, yeah, hey, I take a little bit. He just dropped out of something with a coffee company last week. He was all in with this coffee company, and he decided to back out. But he has enough things to keep him busy. Well, you know he's not sampling any of the products that he's endorsing either. I know. We talked about that here. <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, nope, I'll take your money. I'll promote them. I'll blow them up. But that doesn't mean that I use them. I am simply making the audience aware. And you think that's fair? I think it's fair. Yeah, he gives us full disclosure. Uh, does he always give us full disclosure? Or are we just finding out? Okay. Okay. Well, listen, thank you for locking in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. This, of course, is the show where we hit all the trending topics and headlines across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. I am joined tonight, as I am every Wednesday, by our guest contributor, Trent Jackson, Trent the Artist. In the building, the keep it real friend. How are you? <laughs> you are. This has been a roller coaster with you tonight. First hour, everything was funny. This hour, you're mellow. You're like, yeah. Well, no, I was mellow when I came in before. You just said a couple of things that really cracked me that up. just set you off? Oh, we're going to get back to it, I'm sure. Oh, we're going to circle oh, back? Oh, I'm sure we are. In the after hour? Well, no, with this ebony alert. Um, we talked about it. Do you want to talk about it? We did. That's when you were laughing. That's why you were laughing. I I thought you were going to dive into it some more. Um. Why is he playing this song with this total? Is this to bother you? I love Toto. No, I love Toto. Oh my God! That's he remembered. But like, but, see, you but, out. but this is not my song though. That that's is, my song. That's, that's one of them. Song. That's Trippin', w- I, uh-huh. kissing you. I was trying to cheer you up. Trent, I don't know. You know what I'm oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm having okay. a good day. I'm I'm not in a bad mood or anything. Um, actually, my life is great right now. I don't have any complaints. Um, I just I'm not gonna say that, but. I, I love emotional terrorism sometimes when it's good, you know? Okay. Um, Hopefully you won that $1.7 No, I Me? didn't, but I did. Oh, you checked your numbers? I did check my numbers, but I did get a family member. Um, I, I talked them into um, buying me a house or kind of buying me a house. Oh, well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Real estate move. Well, no, here's the thing, because we, um, we were gossiping about somebody in, like, in a roundabout way. And I don't really like, here's the thing, if somebody calls me on the phone and says, oh, let me tell you about such and such, and I don't talk about the person anymore, I just don't want to have anything to do with it. I shut it down immediately. Um, This time, someone called me with some information. I don't really have any beef with this person. I just don't talk to them anymore. So they were just saying how, you know, this person, their parents bought them like a house in Mexico City just to like go and frolic around. 
And I was like, wouldn't it be nice to just have your parent like buy you a house and you can go frolic around and just, you know, do volunteer work. And then when you're tired of that house, you can tell your parents to sell it and move to a, a now this person's in South Africa. OK, so they went from Mexico to South Africa and their parents keep buying them homes in these different countries so they could just frolic around. And I'm like, wouldn't it be nice? And I was like, what do I have to do to sign up to be a trust fund baby? Like anything, anything like just hand it over. Okay, so, okay, but you didn't tell us how you convinced them to buy. So somebody was like, oh, so do you want a house so you could just shut up and just and just be content? I was like, yes, I would. They was like, okay, here's your living. Go find it. And I was like, oh. Well, look how easy that was. That a sounds complaint. like it's as good yes. as a trust fund, baby. I was game. like, listen, I was like, just just when I thought that, um, you know, being black from the hood didn't, uh, didn't have any uh, privileges. All right, yep. well, listen, mm-hmm. um, something in your game. Yeah, I'm, I'm manifesting. Manifesting. Yeah. Somebody's buying you a house. Share just just get, yell it out. Like, oh, really? What do I have to do to sign up? Okay. But the proof is always in the pudding. People say anything to make it sound good. I, that is facts. So, listen, uh, we know that AI has been a big conversation, and it's evolving and advancing. It's already here, really. Artificial intelligence or Allen Iverson? Artificial intelligence. <laughs> but I, I just had to make listen, sure. Listen, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I know you like this. Um, I know, I know, and that's what I'm saying. You stretch, yeah. you stretch. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate the reference. I appreciate the clarity. I know I'm <laughs> so. Uh, Meta, you know, they're trying to catch up with Microsoft and Chat GPT. They have paid several celebrities for their likeness. Nope. And their voice. Nope. For this new. I, I don't even know what to call it. It's like an AI voice assistant. When we come forward, I will tell you who the celebrities are, how much they were rumored to be paid for this, and what these AI assistants do. Um, we're headed to some scary times. It better not be Penelope Cruz. <laughs> I will ask why on the other side. You're locked into RSVP with Joe Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Keeping you informed, entertained, and always ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Hey. This is RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So listen, we know that AI is the next frontier for some of these tech companies, and they are trying to find ways to make it a part of everyone's day-to-day life. So Meta, in trying to catch up with ChatGPT, which is through Microsoft, has unveiled an AI assistant feature. And they have procured celebrities and influencers as the voice and face of these um, AI-generated assistants. So one of the creators, and of course, the amounts are top secret, was paid $5 million dollars. For over two years, for six hours of work in a studio to use their likeness as an AI assistant. So Kendall Jenner is one of the people that um, is involved in this. Her AI chatbot is named Billy, and it is the big sister that gives advice. Tom, Tom Brady. His, uh, wait, I lost my thing. Here's my notes. Okay. Tom Brady, his AI chatbot is Brew, the sports brain. 
and he'll debate you on sports and have a conversation with you. You can go to them at any time, ask them whatever you want, and they will respond. Naomi Osaka has one tennis star. Hers is named Tamika, the manga master. I think that's some type of game. I'm not really certain. Tamika, huh? That's the same thing I said, but I was like, maybe I'm overthinking it. Mm -mm. Okay. Chris Paul, he is Perry, the golf guru. And Paris Hilton is Amber, the detective. So it's already available in beta for some people in the U.S. It's also coming to Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses and Quest 3. So it's not just going to be like inside of Facebook or Instagram, right? You can chat with one or you can put them into a group chat. So what you need to do if you want to experiment in this is start a new chat in Instagram, Messenger or WhatsApp, Facebook, any of those. Request early access to join the wait list, right? And you click AI chat to get early access and then they'll let you know when you're in. And then you can have these conversations with Billy and Brew and Perry and Tamika. No, I'm just going to call the people that I know already. I mean, exactly. But here's the thing. We know, right, that social media and as the Internet has grown, even though people are more connected than ever, they're also more isolated than ever. Correct. And they are not forming real deep relationships. They're, a lot of them are surface level, right? Been duped. And so the scary thing about these things is, you know, they're going to, they're trained, they're, they're kind of going to learn you as you talk and what you're interested in. Now, I do use, um, I've used ChatGPT. I've tested it out, used it to research some stuff or whatever. It is true, they get stuff wrong. Uh, you do have to re-research it. But I can't imagine wanting to have a chat friend that's AI, that's not real. That seems... No. Um, this is a very dangerous territory that we're venturing off into. Um, and it's sort of like the final frontier for humanity. Because, like you said, we're more separate than ever. So now if we're separate and people are lonely, now all you got to do is have this you know, one way conversation essentially with yourself through a messenger and your loneliness is gone temporarily. Like I watched a, a demo of it and this girl was like, she called Kenda Jenner. She was like, what's up with you, B.I.? And, you know, whatever, whatever. And she was, the response was, so I should say that the personality types of these chat bots are not the same personality as Kendall or Tom. It's almost like they're playing a role. It's simply using their likeness and image in this. Clones. <laughs> and they're already that. So it's just taking it a step further to put their likeness in this. Do we have like, you know, a Twilight Zone loop or some type of scary music? Because we are entering in our conspiracy. There we go. X-Files. Yep. It's so just like you the, two both think that we're already and and I do think that the way that you you frame it when you step back and think about it it does feel like a version of cloning maybe not the w way that we think of conventionally but if you think about the sunken place mm -hmm. in that movie I know right Where so you going with we, this, we took somebody's likeness and we put it in something different so it's kind of essentially the same concept but just not in a physical form. 
I mean, we've been talking about that. Remember that movie, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yeah. That came out in the 50s. Uh, Andy? Man, folks been doing that on social media since social media began. People be faking the funk. Facts. Yeah, you know so. what I'm saying? But, and, and at the same time, why are we acting like this is anything new? Y'all be chopping it up with chat, but, chat bots all through Twitter, all through Instagram. Arguing with facts. them, debating with them. Well, I don't do that. No yeah, and <laughs> but and I feel people, you people that you do don't do know. That. Yeah, listen. But what I will say is, you do talk with chat box when you call in for automated services for your credit card, or you know, if you're placing an order online, customer service. We deal with it a lot. But I'm sorry, I'm utilizing it as a friend. That. That's what I was gonna say. The difference is that. People are going to be utilizing it for friendship. And I think because we're so isolated, because people don't know how to connect with people anymore. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about young people, 19 to they're 34. Not they're not and, and I think part of that is because they're not connecting and they're not having people don't know how to connect in person. That is so interesting. We're going to be, what is that movie? It was a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think Sharon Stone. Or, or, Total Recall? I, it was a Total Recall, one of the, I think so, where they had sex when they put their hands up with each other and they projected memory or something like that. It was one of those movies. I can't remember, but I, I feel like we're headed into a very weird place. Well, they've already started coming out with these dolls and stuff that you could do it to that's not real, that are like human-like. And and they probably are going to put mess. a plug in an AI chat box inside one of those sex dolls and listen, buddy. It's over. Uh-uh. Degenerate. Yo, we've been, wa- we've been seeing this all of our lives in the movie theaters. Yes. We have been. It's they, here. They, yeah, it's here. They primed us for it. They set us up. They they gave us a thing. I mean, you when you think about it, really think about it. And someone in the chat mentioned this as this is exposure time. But it's not just with relationships and things of that nature. It's so many things. Think about what has happened in the past six months, right? Nobody batted an eye when they're like, yep, aliens are real. Yep, we got some bodies. Yep, we've had some incidents. Yep, we, you know, we've communicated. We all felt that. We all kind of knew. We've seen the TV shows like, that doesn't seem that far-fetched. It's just like Will and Jada not being together. We knew that, too. We did know that. You know, some of us did. But I, I just, I think that it's going to be, you know, you think about the Matrix. At some point, all of this is leading us because <laughs> I know somebody on Twitter always says, they're going to, you guys are going to be hooked up to plows because you're not paying attention to everything that's going on. I think we're already hooked up to machines that we just don't know it yet. Exactly. So, I mean, I saw something for a new phone where, again, it's one of those things where they just kind of put something on your ear and it projects. And so the keypad just comes up in your hand, like, you know, all of those things. So you won't even need the hardware anymore, but you'll have this piece which eventually they'll try and implant exactly Mm -hmm. and you know you'll just be running all of these computer programs and things of that nature so all people need to do to get prepared for what's getting ready to happen you don't here's the here's the major thing that people need to remember with technology and all these advancements and stuff you do not have to participate. You don't. It is not an, an obligation or a requirement. You can excuse yourself and leave the room. Stop playing with those 90s yearbook AI yes. pictures. You are giving you don't, up yes. your rights in perpetuity. Throughout in the entire universe. Instances. Yes. You do not have to participate. And that's the that's the major and first thing. So that's, no, you know, number one. Um, number two, go sit down this weekend and binge watch Black Mirror. If you watch Black Mirror, it lays out everything, how it's going to go ha- happen, when it's going to go down, all that. And 
it will prepare you. Um, if if we think about it, there's an episode of Black Mirror about two seasons ago. It's the same exact thing that happened to Britney Spears. It played right on out. Okay. Andy? I'm with you, Trent. <clears throat> but I think the concern is, first off, I don't think you can run away from it at all. You can't. You You can try to get off the grid, but... It, it's so much tech it's so much technology around you that you can't escape and i think even if you do try to get off the grid it's probably going to be a really really lonely place mm. i that is fact you'll be with the animals <laughs> animals don't talk although they might by that point i, I mean listen i think people are already lonely but to that point isolation you don't be talking you don't understand your dog when when your dog bark i I am talking about speaking, though. But when my cats talk to me, I get it. That is communication, but that mm-hmm. is not speaking. I'm talking about language. Okay. We're not talking about communication. We're talking about language. Got it. So, yeah. They um, talk. <laughs> they communicate. They do. I don't know if they talk yet. Could happen. Some of them may. But look, I just think that um, scary times, you know. Is it really scary that when they've been prepping us for this for years? Let me tell you why it's scary. Yes, they've been prepping us, but there is a difference when, oh, it's coming one day, someday. Versus is here. Right. Because, you know, most most people don't really prepare for someday and one day. They don't get up for it. They don't put together the goals that they have for someday and one day. That is why people are so impressed or why we are enamored with those that do follow through with their plans and actually mm. produce. You know, thanks for saying that because I've been having a perplexing time putting some, you know, that you just made something make sense. Okay. Well, Thank I appreciate I'm here yes. to help because, mm-hmm. you know, we do that sometimes. But I, I, and so I think with AI or these chat bots and these type of things, it's just that it's easier than to deal with the world. You can pull back into yourself and you can find solace over here, right? We've seen that happen with the internet slowly as people have dived into their niches and so forth. There was a time, you know, people have always have been at odds on opposite ends of the spectrum, different opinions, but they could sometimes get together and discuss it, agree to disagree or agree. I'm not never talking to that person again, whatever it is, but they could have that face-to-face interaction. Now people dig down into their little holes. They can be shown a complete lie. And I'm like, but I believe it because I like what it represents for me over here. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So I think people are already deluding themselves. And that is just a path to more delusion. And when we look around and the way that people are carrying on, how they're, you know, acting out in the world, that's what makes it scary to me. Yes, it is. Um. I've been saying this for about two months now. It is 1980 outside. If you were around in the 80s, it was a fun time. Nice, fat, you know, music was great. Fashion was a little weird. But it was ghetto outside. <laughs> it was crackheads. It was people getting robbed of their gold. Um, you know, inflation. People didn't have money. Jobs was a mess. Like, it was a rough time. Either it was very much have and have not. And a lot of people just did not have it. It was a struggle fest for most people. Um, and we saw the ramifications of that. And we all know that life, it repeats itself. You know, it's a cycle. cycle, right? So we're back in the 80s right now outside. Gas prices are a mess. Man. Um, it's You know, economics is just messed up. Um, it's 1980. 
<laughs> drugs are ever people are these drugs these designer drugs these pill poppers this meth it has just got people by the balls and it's and it's a crazy it's a it's strange outside right now it's it, crazy to see it is i think people are looking for an escape we are still dealing with the after effects of going through a global pandemic like seriously we joke about that we make light of it but that it was really crazy and it's really going to take years and years and years for us to fully understand the impact of what we went through yeah a lot of people were reset and and some people you know when you reset your computer it either comes back on or it stays off so a lot of people stayed off and changed in ways that we didn't think that they would and some people we see it all the time some people improved and and got better during the pandemic and some people it's like ooh, what happened are you okay right i mean and they're not recovering that is a question. It, it's funny. I um. You have to think about it. It was, you know, the first time in a lot of people's lives that they've dealt with life changes that like that. Like, you know, losing a job, losing a car, you know, losing a house. Um, and that's an upset, especially when people have lived life um, uninterrupted and, you know, have fun and have vacations. Uh, but. For they me, had to sit with themselves. Sit with themselves and really look at life. But just, I, and I say this all the time on my show, just imagine, you know, y'all, you know, not y'all, but people got that in a very, you know, I guess, compact amount of time. Okay. The lessons, very compact and short. Just imagine if that compact and short time that people, you know, went through all these changes was your life every day for seven years. I mean, that would be, you know, a lot. You know, so that was my life. Every day for seven years, what people went through in a short time in COVID. So I'm looking back at everybody like, y'all tripping over this? Girl, this has been my life. Sorry, this has been my life for seven years, back to back without a reprieve. So I understood what was going on and the things that, like, those kind of things in life, they change you for the better. Um, they tell you how to fine tune certain things or they make you absolutely, it causes depression sometimes. It's all, it's everyone gets a turn. You know, you're up, you're down. It's how the world works. So, unfortunately, a lot of people, it was their first time experiencing a down. I feel like the world overall, though, I think people not only had to learn to sit with themselves, they had to, you know, deal with the realization of whatever their home life was. Yes. The job, the disappointment. You couldn't or, run anymore. Yeah. And I think that it did a number on a lot of people, just the way that people reacted during the lockdowns, you know. It, it, well, it, I was excited. <laughs> I was like, it's lovely. <laughs> Got food, snacks. Up here the chilling. air quality was amazing. I love being at home. Let's do it again. I Listen, I like home. Home and is you, nice for and, me. And not only that, like I, I created um, a nice little bubble of people to hang out. So I saw the same people all the time. It was it was I had a good time during COVID. I mean, you know, but for some, I got didn't into have a relationship. Thing. I met a nice person during COVID. Okay, it was great. okay. Mm-hmm. Urban Smith, look, Andy too. I love look Andy. at that matching up. Not me. Um, <laughs> that Urban was my Spencer choice. Says, have you noticed how many people have COVID, brain fogginess, lack of recall, etc.? When we come forward, we will respond to that and then get into more of these trending topics and headlines i um, think i have another video i know i have another topic all of that and more you're locked in to rsvp with jill monroe on kbla talk 1580 come on this was the jam this is still one of my favorite songs ever and how was that for telling the future 
in like 85 about what would be going on with the computer. And of course, shout out to Charlie Wilson and Shirley Murdoch. I was about to say, where is Shirley? I on the her, background I vocals for this. Year. Listen, 85, computer love. And your eyes. We kind of got a vibe. Could it be your face? Sir? Come on. Let's go. Welcome in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. I hope you're getting some computer love and checking out the visual on YouTube with us. Get into it. Mm-hmm. I want the real thing. You want the real thing? I know you do. I know not, that's not, right. Not the computer love. Listen, take whatever version you can get, whatever you have access to. Strive for the real thing. Strive for the real thing. But pra- in case practice you online and then go outside and, and execute. Perhaps for some. Yes. You know, just get into it. That is what we are asking you to do here. So thank you for locking in, VIPs. I would be out of sorts if I didn't mention that. Yes, I know it's preseason, but the Lakers won again tonight. Shout out to D'Angelo Russell, reminding us of what he was doing before that final round with Denver. But I think it was just Denver's year anyway. I'm still not mad at what the Lakers did last season. We're going to build on it this season. Y'all ready? Yeah. Huh? What is today? Oh, and today, that's right, because we were talking about this off air. Pay homage, bow down, number 17, three years ago today, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Miami Heat for ring number 17, LeBron James first as a Los Angeles Lakers. You know, we always going to represent L.A. deep, big time. I am a true sports fan and an even bigger Los Angeles lover. So, Jill. Yes. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I'm still upset. About the um the bubble ball? No. What? No, we didn't get no parade for that. I'm mad. LeBron mentioned that, and people were like, move on. We deserved a parade. We Absolutely. deserved a parade with LeBron. They brought that chip home for Bean. Absolutely. So, you know, I know it, I still think they should come together and do some type of commemorative anniversary thing of all I'm the titles. Yeah. And mention just something. Yeah. We deserved it. And you know what's crazy, too? It's like good and bad news at the same time, right? Because that same year, the Dodgers won the chip, too. Yep. And we just got swept out tonight. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Shout out to Forensic Accountant in the chat trying to make light of it. Um, Listen, everybody is a down year. When did the Diamondbacks last win their title? Not three years ago. Yeah, Arizona. That's who swept them tonight. Not three years ago like the Dodgers did, right? I'm just talking. I'm just saying, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're still, it's all love. It's all supportive. But, hey, and then also, shout out to the Las Vegas Aces. They're up 2-0 in the WNBA Finals tonight. Uh, Look, they're about to do it. They are a budding dynasty. Of course, I'm a diehard Sparks fan, but the, uh, the Aces, they've had my attention the past few years. Can't lie. I'll be honest with you. 
I wish I was more tapped in into the WNBA. Oh, I'm not totally tapped in. Let yeah. me not lie. <laughs> I appreciate it. I want to see those right. women do their thing. Yeah. I like that fans are more supportive. You know, the college game gets more burn for women than the pro game. Yeah. I, I talked to some players in the WNBA and they were saying much like their male counterparts, they don't even watch the WNBA and they don't watch it because, right, that seems crazy, right? WNBA players don't watch? When they were in college oh, and coming college. up, they didn't watch mm. it. They they weren't thinking about it in that capacity. Wow. They weren't. They said they were players that they know, but really they you know didn't feel like they were in that sort of mode because they felt like they could be right there with them. And maybe it's the money. Maybe it was you know the prestige has just started picking up. The WNBA rights deals are up with ESPN and ABC in 2025. That is when the new Golden State team. Well. We don't know if they're going to, whatever they're going to be called. The new Golden State Companion team will be introduced. There's also going to be another team brought in. And people are watching. They are, you know, some of the matchups in regular season did better than a couple of NBA playoff games. Mm. So the women's game is taking off. We obviously saw the battle with Angel Reese and um, Flo J and Caitlin in the the tourney a few months ago. So we're going to see where this goes, but women's sports is stepping up that um, national women's soccer league are about to do a huge media deal. So it's an untapped market as far as money and people are going forward. I will say this lastly about the WNBA. I don't know where, where I saw this, where I read this, where I heard this from, but I think this would be a good idea. If the WNBA decided to lower their rims they're not gonna do it to where they could start dunking on each other i I just think it would be a more exciting game they they don't feel like that's authentic and some of them can dunk with the rims right where they are so i mean i I think you know we're starting to see more dunks we've seen more ever things gotta grow the nba players weren't always playing above the rim either right we had to evolve to that point Come on now, you know they weren't as athletic at that time, and I think they—I think it was like outlawed to dunk at the time. From not it was, but you know, and it came in, but but even still, the game itself changed, right? If you look at old NBA footage, like a George Milliken or whatever his name is from the Lakers, like in nineteen fifties, they're just running stop you know, chest prime pass of the ball and whatever. I'm probably getting too deep for some of you. So we're going to move around from this. I'm just saying shout out to them. Um, if you want some little interesting tidbits on the other side, Miles Bridges, he plays for the Hornets. The Hornets are kind of, you know how back in the day, the Portland Trail Blazers were known as the Jail Blazers. And that was where all the rejects of the league not really, but that's what people said, were sent to. They had, you know, they had personalities that were uh, enthusiastic, explosive at times. Andy? No, I'm, I'm letting you oh, talk. I'm just getting okay. to reply. So I feel like that's what's going on with Charlotte. Because all their players, all the young guys, and it could just be because there's no winning there. So that makes you lean into all of the other distractions and just do dumb stuff. Their players are always, 
always in the mix. You know, they just released that one guy that was going crazy. Kai Jones. Kai Jones. I almost said Kai Sent, so that's why I was like, let me go look, Google it really quickly. Well, he asked for his release. He, I know he asked for it, but he was online wilding out before that. It's like the meeting of the mind said they weren't. He wasn't going to be in uniform with them this season. Right. Miles Bridges, he just uh, in a arrest warrant has been issued for him it's, again. It's related to a prior domestic violence incident. But the re- what happened with this time? There's no new allegations of physical assault. So let me be clear on that. It's related to a violation of the protective order. What I will say and actually the person I interviewed that will be. We'll be sharing that in an interview tomorrow night. I talked to her about this because she runs a Wives and Girlfriends Instagram blog, and she's befriended people. Miles Bridges and his girlfriend, child's mother situation, is kind of toxic, kind of Krishan um, Rock and Blueface type situation where, you know, they there's like physical stuff on both sides. But, you know, all of the things, all of the stuff that he's been arrested for after this, They've had another child. So, you know, sometimes people are toxic. And to me, that illustrates why sometimes, especially back in the day, people took the approach, especially in your workplace, hey, I'm just going to mind my business as far as what goes on in your home. Because sometimes it's hard to help or be involved when you don't understand or have a full, you know, a full scope of their relationship and how they function with each other and you know there's some women who unfortunately that's how they feel that they're loved I'm not saying that that's the situation with this but I don't know what the situation is with this that's why I'm saying I'm not saying what it is with this because there might be some details I'm unaware of so I'm just going to go with the bit that I know (laughs) and be clear but you know Hope they get it together. Forgot Mitch Kupchak was over there as the GM. But anyway, Trent, how you doing? I'm just like, you had another baby with this with this clown. So you going back and forth, you like it. You got um, possessed by the penis power and you got taken down. I, I just think, you know, the, those are the situations where I'm like, take us out the group chat. Seriously. I mean, cause because what else? Is, cause what else is it? You have a baby, and there's only one way to do that. So you get knocked in the head, and you get and banged out. Like, come on, pick, you got to pick a, you pick one. It can't be both. Like you know, and there's there some things, some situations where she has like tried to because she felt like he might have been with another girl, and Mm-mm. she drove up and allegedly left her children on his front steps so that he could watch the children. You know, just it's not that serious. Yeah. Just a lot of drama. So I hope they get it together. Uh, listen, your boy Tyrese. I don't know that man. That's your friend. Tyrese uh, is being sued again. For what? Crying on Instagram Live? What more do you want from me? Exactly. That was great timing. Uh-huh. Yep, I knew it. Um, Something like that. Kind of close. There's a filmmaker named Brian Barber. And when Tyrese was on The Breakfast Club, he talked about how, you know, all of these things he's been going through, whatever. 
and he had reached out to Charlemagne. He wanted to Barbara Walters the situation and he wanted to have like a sit down in his home, beautifully shot with Charlemagne and Lights he one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Barbara Walters back in the day. Like Whitney. See, he grew up in the same time period we did, so that's this is what we're used to seeing in our minds. Exactly. Like I when get it's it. a serious moment, we want to, you know, not just come in studio, not just do it over a zoom. We want you to feel But you're on the, the C list, sir. I mean, he's on the C list and he cannot get Robin Roberts power to to call that up. Well, he was going to produce it himself. Gail King. And then he was going to have Charlemagne do it. Nope. Robin Roberts, Gail King. This has already happened. This is not new. It's not Mm -mm. something that's forthcoming. I know. This was in 2019. But he's delusional. So, but what happened was allegedly this filmmaker did not give him the footage he said i paid thirty five thousand dollars total for this whole thing and when i found out he said that he's alleging that he did it to big boy outcast not la big boy dallas austin and a couple of other people so he says he doesn't care if he sees it because he's too honest the guy stole his footage well Brian Barber said, hold on now. So he's suing him for defamation and libel. He's seeking $10 million in damages. And it says that he is attacking Barber's character and reputation with the allegations. He also said that he and Tyrese agreed that the sit-down conversation would be filmed over a day and both parties would split on a 50-50 basis, the revenue derived from the streaming and the distribution. Barber says that despite the filming schedule, he was instructed to return for a second day of capturing B-roll, of Tyrese spending time with his wife and newborn daughter, and that wasn't the agreement. When we come forward, we will get into more trending topics and headlines. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward, VIPs. We have been having such an interesting conversation. So, Tyrese, this lawsuit. Um, I, I, Tyrese is just on a bad run right now. I, I think he could benefit from, you know, he said he didn't care if the guy heard it or whatever. He knew what he was doing, but. I don't know. Pretty Brown Mimi says Tyrese is a good actor singer, but his personal sounds messy. Therapy works. And Urban Spencer says everything else was period mess. Forensic accountant says you'll never be Coca-Cola Tyrese again. Mm. And that's okay. Stop looking for external validation, whether it be from the fans or your partner. Self-care man. Well, listen. Well, the chat has spoken. <laughs> the chat has laid it down. I agree. I agree, too. I mean, so at a certain point, um, at least for me, and this has always been my goal, no matter you know where my career takes me, the goal is to just have enough money to sit at home and pay your bills and order a pizza from time to time and just be quiet. I don't understand why people just can't take their money and go sit down and be quiet somewhere. Because uh, sometimes you need attention. No. Attention is a drug. No, you don't. But you can't. But like, no, I get thing, it. But, well, I mean, because here's the thing. And, and I say this about Tyree and several young and not everyone. But when you are a child star, that's in your formulative years, right? The world opens up to you differently. Yes. And there's not many that escape it unscathed. There are some, but a lot of them messed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
You look at Orlando, what's his name? Brown. Brown. You, a mess. Right? Oh. Cute little kid. I remember when he used to be on Hanging Mr. Cooper, mm. he was the sassy little kid clapping back and stuff like that. Something got caught up. Gotta blame Disney. Gotta watch the Rosie Would you say? Blame Disney. You blame Disney, blame Nick. Here's the thing. You could, but also there, there are people that have gone through those systems that I personally know that are okay. You know? That doesn't take away from the experience of those that are not. But I think it also talks about the foundation that you have around you Mm -hmm. and some of those kids can't help it. You know, they don't know their parents aren't ready for it Mm -hmm. or they're ready for it and they don't care how it's going to impact their child or, you know, some of the situations we've seen it over and over. I don't know. What are your thoughts on child stars? Cause I see a lot of people say, Kids shouldn't be allowed in Hollywood. And if you're a bad parent, if you put your child in that because you know it's, you know, whether they feel it's a prostitution ring, it's setting themselves up to be exploited, whatever. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that, you know, certain kids are just inclined and, and that's what they want to do. And I think, um, you know, some parents like to support their their kids' dreams and, you know, but there's no, we we know about all the stories and everything now, but... You know, my my mother was one of those parents. She was like, "No, you can, if you want to go to Hollywood, you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to do it later on your own terms. I'm not, you know, putting you in at five. Um, and I get it. I resented her for a long time, you know, for that decision. But as an adult, it brought me back anyway. So it was going to eventually happen. It just didn't happen at that time. In that way, yeah. Do you think you're better for it? Some days, yes. Well, no, not even because I still, <laughs> I still ended up going through drama and on drugs. So what's the, what's the what's the difference? I, it would have been nice to have a little bit more money. Okay, okay. For the cushion, you know. No cushion. If, if you're gonna go through it. Indeed, Pretty Brown Mimi says Raven, Simone, Keisha Knight, Pulliam are success stories. Are they? Raven, uh, I mean, not like that. I like Raven, but mm-hmm. and here's the thing: financially sound, always. Oh make yeah, fi- financially yes. But Ra- Raven seems a little interesting. She, we don't know, and she's, she's allowed to be eclectic. Yeah, she's very different. And Keisha Knight, Pulliam, poor girl. I don't know much about that, so I'm going to keep it pushing. I just know it's difficult. I mean, Urban Spinster mentioned BET rerunning Family Matters. Shout out to the Family Matters cast. I was going to bring up um, Kelly. Kelly is. Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, Kelly is, full disclosure, Kelly Shani Williams, who played Laura, is a good, good friend of mine. And um, You know, I met her in your kitchen, and that is so crazy because I, I just had come over to the house, and I didn't know. No one said that she was going to be there. And I walked into the house, and Laura Winslow was in the is in the kitchen, and I'm like trying not to you freak felt like out. You're walking into a family matter. No, scene. <laughs> I was trying not to freak out and be like this weirdo, like and like have a fan moment because it's like it's not every day you're like you're planning to walk into a kitchen and see Laura Winslow just sitting up chilling. It's like wait a minute. Stop the press. So I had to contain myself. I'm glad I got that out after all these years. And shout out to Kelly. She's also featured in the B- First Lady of BMF BET Plus series, the Tonisha Welch really, story, really where you heard the lady. interview last night. So I like Kelly. She plays Tonisha's mom. When we come forward, we are going to have more trending topics and headlines. We are going to get into Joe Budden's response to Drake's oh. uber long caption on Instagram and also the revelation that Drake topped in Joe's DMs and sent him a voice note. We're also going to get into more trending topics and headlines. You're locked into RSVP with Joe Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580 News.